0: The example being studied the Ayu Mishmat, Murze Keny, Yosef Ben Sara, Marad the Kennedy, Jafar Bat the Abraham Ben Ester, the the Ayu Mishmat, Abraham Ben the the Abraham Ben uh, the new pedic today, the Shemini, and then I starting at the Mishnah. Mashuach This Mishnah and talks about the Kohen that was designated to take the Jewish army out to war. The Mishnah tells us that he has to make a a speech of some sort to the soldiers before they go out to war, and that speech has to be made. The lashon Hakodesh, and now the Gemara is going to discuss who this person is and the different laws that surround him. Mashulach Hama this kohen that is designated, he's anointed for the war effort. The shahashim in the berelaham, the time that he speaks to the people. Sona lashon Hakodesh, he speaks El the lashon Hakodesh. Shene emar, the pasuk says, the haya ke karovchem elah melchama. V'nigash kohen says when you're going to go close to the war, says that the Kohen will come to the people. V'nigash Meshuach Melchama. This person is referring to the Kohen that's designated specifically for the war. The Dibar El Ha'am. Then he speaks to the nations. In fact, this is the Dibar. i are going to prove from there, B'nishon HaKodesh. It is indeed, it is B'nishon HaKodesh. Now, uh, it should be noted that the kohen that takes the Jewish people after the war is called a mashiach min because he is anointed with the special oil. They would anoint this oil on his uh, head uh, in order to sanctify him for this uh, purpose. Hence, he is called the Mashua uh, min In any event. And he tells the people, Listen, O Israel. We are going today to war against your enemies. Which means you are not going to fight against your brothers, no Yehuda al Shimon, and lo Shimon al Binyamin, which means this is not a war. Excuse me, uh, Rabbi Tzvi. Hello. Good morning. Shalom. How are you going? Okay. Good. 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 Shalom. Shalom. Okay. Hello, Rabbi Thay. We will continue. So again, I repeat. The Amalel Yisra Yisrael tells the listener, "You are going to war. Al Oybechem. You meaning you want to fight Goyim? VeLo Alach Echem. You're not going to fight over here Jews. Which means there were sometimes, unfortunately, in our history, where there were civil wars where Jews were fighting against Jews. The Quran tells the listener, "But you're going to fight over Goyim. No, you who There's not a fight of you who died against Shimon. No Shimon or Binyamin. No Shimon against Binyamin. She interprets them because if you fall into the hands of Jews. The Jew has mercy on another Jew. Like the Pasuk says in the B'Al-Amin, when there was a war against Yehuda and Yisrael, this Pasuk was actually talking about the king of Israel, he fought the armies of Ahaz, who was the king of Yehuda, and they killed 100 and ten thousand, actually one hundred twenty thousand soldiers of Yehuda, and he took two hundred thousand women and children into captivity. However, you see over here that even though they took Jews, took other Jews into captivity, the Pasukah is going to say how merciful they were on them. And the Jews that were called by names rose, and they took the people in the captivity between the women and the children, and they dressed them from the spoils of the war. And they put shoes on them, and they gave them to eat. And they gave them to drink. And they anointed them. Anybody that was weak, they rode them on donkeys. So you see over here that when a Jew takes another Jew into captivity, at least they treat them humanely. However, it says are going against your enemies, the that if they take you into captivity, they are not going to have any mercy on you. And therefore he's strengthening them in order that they fight with all their might. Because a person knows that if he's going to lose, he knows the consequences, so he has a bigger incentive to win. So that's exactly what the would inspire them. And then he would say yeah. These are all words that tell you that your heart should not be weakened, do not be scared, do not tremble, do not fear them. So they give the Mishnah's Doresh. From the uh, from the noise of their galloping horses, harabot, and their brandishing of their of their swords because so they make all these noises in order to intimidate the galloping of the horses and the they make noises with their sharpening of their uh, swords which means they would bang against their. Seems like their uh, their shields in order to get to intimidate to make a lot of noise and do not be scared from the uh, as the uh, large amount of enemies or of soldiers that the green have from the south of their horns they would blow their trumpets when they were also to intimidatesu but they calledva from the screaming which means they uh, Again, the Goyim used to intimidate during the war. They used to let these shrieks in order to scare the opposing army. So therefore, he would remind them to not be scared of all these tactics. God is with you to fight your enemies. they are coming with the victory of mortal flesh and blood but you are coming with the victory of God, and therefore there's nothing to be scared of, because Shekhinah is with you, they will see him in order to bring you salvation. For example, Palestine, who represented that, they came with the victory uh, of Goliath. That was their shropen. So what happened to Goliath? got slain, and... Uh, they fell with him. That was in the time of the Amelech when Goliath the Pelishti, was intimidating and terrorizing the Jewish people. It was a 40 day ordeal, like the Gemara was going to tell us. And he cursed the Jewish people out. And then David Amelech went. At the time, it was just David. He took a slingshot and killed Goliath. Ammon The army of Ammon came with their leader called Shobach, so which his also which was the title of David and Belech. and the Ammonim. they hired Aram in order to fight with them against the Jewish people, and Aram fell in front of the Jewish nation, um, and uh, so the king of Aram, who was had the Eze, he sent more soldiers to go fight, and he sent the uh, Gibor, whose name was named Shovach, who was a general. And in that uh, war, David Amelech killed Shovach, the Aten Iatimkin. Because God is with you. And what does that mean God is with you to fight? This is referring to the Holy Ark that used to go out to war with the Jewish people. the Aron. That was in the Mishkan and the Megdach that the Yehudot were in this uh, used to go out with the Jewish people in order to fight the wars. In any event, comes the Gemara begins. Might come It says that what that the Mashuah Melchama would speak all this talk in the Shechina Kodesh. What's the proof? How he in up in Emor It says that produced by the Mashuah Melchama. That's the Nikashiku Hinde, the Shumah Hamad, the Debed the Am. Why, Kwemashi Mahomet was the Debed. When Allah, no, me, but Matatura said, what was saying the bear by doing the Am in the court. Now, the so just like the Matatatra was College, so to is the National the banan, the Pasuk said, the Nikashiku in the Am. goes to the nation, Yahoo, Kohen, she now, we want to know which Kohen we're we talking about. You think any Kohen? So it says, Tabu Domar, so the says, that the Beru has Shoterin, which means uh, during the um, uh, war, not only did the Kohen speak, but also the Shoterim. Shoterim literally means the officers, uh, the enforcement, the, like the police, the Shoterim, they would call them. This was the, was appointed uh, by the uh, Bedin. So it's Ma's Shoterim Benimune. So like we're talking about those are ones that are appointed for the job, obviously we're talking about a special Kohen that is also appointed for the job, meaning the Kohen uh, Meshul that is designated for that position. It's like the Sukhtarim speak to the army, they're appointed for that position. So the Kohen that it the a special Kohen that is appointed. The a Kohen Gadol, which means maybe it's referring to the Kohen Gadol, which means he's also appointed. He's appointed to meet the Kohen Gadol. Which means, how do you know that from the Sotirim that they're appointed, that the Kohen Masriam and Hamah is specifically appointed? Maybe it's from the regular Kohen Gadol that's appointed. So it says, the Sotir, no, that's to be similar to Sotir. Just like the Sotir, he has somebody above him. Who's above the Sotirim? The Dayanim, the, the, the judges. They they appoint the Sotirim. After uh, Kohen is the most high the Kohen that we're talking about over here is somebody that somebody on top of him. Now Kohen Gadol doesn't have any, does not, and doesn't have anybody on top of him. He's the highest uh, level. So therefore must be talking about to the Kohen al Hada. and he has above him somebody that is the Kohen Gadol. So he was to the Kohen Gadol that Mehi Kamel The Kohen Gadol also has somebody above him. Who's that? The King. In the same profession with, in the Kehunah there's nobody higher than the Kohen Gadol. You're right, the king might be higher, but that's, that, that, that's a different uh, job. So if in Kehunah the Kohen Gadol is the highest. So it has to be talking about a Kohen that's appointed specifically for a job, as somebody that is above it, just like, just like the Shoterim. That must be the Kohen Meshwam and Chama and Chama. the HaTsegan maybe the Segan of the Kohen Gadol. You know, the Kohen Gadol had a vice, which was a substitute. So he was he's, he's appointed to that position, uh, and uh, we should learn that. And he has somebody above him, the Kohen Gadol. So maybe he is the, the one that makes the speech uh, takes the Jewish people out to war. That that is not an appointed position. What is the purpose of the Kohen Segan? Because if anything happens with Cohen so the Segan fills his position, but until he fills the position, he has no purpose, which means it's not a position in the present, it's a position that he, he fulfills only if something happens to the Kohen Gadol. So that's not considered an appointed position. A Shoter, for example, is an appointed position He has a purpose uh, immediately. So do the uh, Kohen Gadol as well as the Mashuach Malchama. His position is to go to speak to the army. So therefore, it cannot be talking about the Sehgan, because the Sehgan is not appointed until the Kohen Gadol Die, so to speak, to take on, or something happened in the psalm to take on. So again, the Gemara has proven methodically that the queen that we're talking about over here is a special queen, Meshua Merchama. The Me Amarna them Shemai Israel, we tell them, tell the soldier Shemai Israel. My Shem now Israel. What we have to tell them Shemai Israel? What is that language? Amar be Yohanan Shemai be Shimon ben Yohai Amar be Matkadosh Baruch Hu Israel. Afidlo ki yamt ela kiriat Shemai Shapir if I can use the word Shema alluding to the fact that even if you only fulfill the Mizra'ev, Shema Yisrael in the morning and evening, you will not fall in the hands of your enemies. So he alludes that by opening his speech, by saying the word, Shema Yisrael. Then he would say, the Al continue, your heart should not become Weak, Al tirun should not have a fear. He would speak to the soldiers twice. Achad b'sefad, one at the border, which is on the way out to the war, at the border, he would give them one talk. The the next time, right before the next going to fight the war, he would speak to them. B'sefad, what does he say at the border? Shimu which means, listen to the halachot that are said regarding to those that are fighting. Which means, uh, this is referring to all those that return to the, from the war. So there are certain exemptions, for example, of someone that just got engaged or married, somebody just built a house, somebody just planted a field. The point is, there are certain exemptions. So the Ukraine would announce, listen to the rules of the war, and all those that are obligated. To return from the water, she says on top, Nira ul lazor, unida ul yelech, the Hanzrua ulinim lazor, kegon, uh, banabayet, kadoka house, atakere, mohi planted a vineyard, the irisisha, and kegani age, the yareb rachelimamo, he's fearful, the apagab, the kimem, the kamanam, the kohen, Even the pasus, the shokirim would speak, really the. Kohen would say it, and the Shomtirim would announce after the Kohen would speak these words, would announce it to the entire nation. And then even that's what they would announce. That whoever has an exemption to give a as go back. to Melchamam. What he tell them at the war effort itself? Four different terminologies to telling them not to be scared four items that the Green do in order to intimidate the army? What do they do? They bang their uh, their shield to make noise, and they blow trumpets. So and they scream out with their voices, singing, right? And they trample with the uh, the galloping of their horses. So therefore the Glen has give them in four different terminologies They should not get scared of the oncoming soldiers. And again, i, mean, I mean, the news to use Palestine, but the Palestine came with the victory of Goliath. Goliath, now the am going to talk about this, Goliath, Goliath. Amar Yohanan, she'amad Begili, Ipani, the reason why he's called Goliath. Goliath means, Galui, meaning revealed. Which means, he was stood brazenly in Chutzpah, in front of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, Shenei imam Goliath tells the Jewish people, Beru Lachem Ish, Pick for yourself a ish, and he will come down to me. <clears throat> when he said ish, it's really referring to a kid. Which really what Goliath was saying is, choose yourself for ish. You let God come and I will fight God himself. Hence he is called Goliath. He is revealed. He is brazen. He came down with tremendous chutzpah. I'm going to bring down Goliath by the son of an Ish. Who was that? David Ben Ish, was the son of a man from So the son of he's called Ben Ish. Three times, Goliath said something and his... His words trapped him, because he said things that incriminated himself, which actually caused his downfall. Echad, one was when he said, la lached ish, choose for yourself someone, the v'yered elai, and that opponent will come down on me, which implies that the enemy is going to come down to Goliath and kill him, which is usually the one that comes down, is the one that is victorious. Which means, come down to me, which means he's going to be standing in his position, going out, and the enemy's going to come towards him and topple him. So, v'yered elai, sounds like that, or some say, v'yered alai, that he'll come down on me. It is, is, was a slip of the tongue that he already alluded to his downfall. Furthermore, v'idach, which means, he said, let's see if somebody will be able to come down and fight with me and and attack me. By saying that, uh, he opened himself up that uh, he was going to be attacked. Even though he said, or oh, I will be able to attack them, but since he said his negative first, he said that, let's see if somebody can come down and attack me, or I can attack them. But this is in the negative side first, so that was considered his mouth trapped him. That's why the she said, He opened up for his own the minds. The was the third item the Ka'amal he told David, ba am I a dog that you're coming to me with, with sticks? <clears throat> Again the language he said was which can be interpreted, you're coming on me, meaning that he's implying that what? That he's going to fall in his hands. Come the Gemaran says David, Nami David also said when he was talking to Goliath, David also spoke in such a way, ba' Eli, you're coming to me, which we can explain also. David opened his mouth also, and he said, Goliath, you're coming on me. With a sword, and they heard in the Kidon. So comes the Gemaran and says, David finished the sentence by saying, The Anochi Ba and you're coming to me, you're coming to me with a sword, and I'm coming to you with the name of Hashem, who's the leader of the army of the Jewish people, that you have blasphemed. Which means David HaMelech was finishing his statement to try to compare what Goliath was doing compared to what he was doing. So she said, The ends of Peti HaTelera'ah. That wasn't incriminating himself. I thought him should be You're coming to me with nothing. With, 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 with uh, the ammunition, which is nothing. Sir Hadith, I'm coming with uh, in the name of the one that the victory belongs to him. So that wasn't considered to ton Pemadah. He got up early in the morning and he late at night with his running around the Hanad. He was terrorizing the people, scaring them specifically in the morning and in the evening, that all they should become confused at the time of Kiryat Shema, and Arbit, so they will not have Kabbalah, because he understood what the Zechut of saying Shema was, that he tried to make them from Kiryat Shema, Shahrit and Arbit. They should become scared, they won't have Kabbalah, and therefore uh, they will not have the, uh, the Zechut. Uh, the British High says that anybody that eats kliyat Shemalamitah was kavana. So it's like he has the pesuk says he's holding a double-edged sword, which all the enemies are already given to. him. So he tried to be a servant The pesuk says by he did this for forty days. Amar v'yohanan keneget Arba'im yom shenetnab by him to like the forty days that the Torah was given. So that she says that the forty days before Matan Torah. Which means the way that she says. Let's read it as she said. Shei Torah the Torah was delayed from being given. So we had uh, uh, a chance to, uh, uh, to get us. Now, someone has said it is referring to the forty days the Matan Torah, that Moshe Rabbeinu stood in Har Sinai and he taught the Torah. So it seems that um, that 40 days, because they learned the Torah, and Goliath had a certain strength and was able to uh, fight and terrorize Jewish people for those 40 days. And then he read the Kansukh refers to Goliath. My Benayim, what does it mean? It refers to him as Benayim. Which means, normally, Benayim is the one that stands in the center. I mean, he stood in the center between the Machane of Pilistim and the Machane of Isaiah. He was in the middle. But the Gemara says, what does this word Benayim mean the He was built and clean from any blemish, which means he had no physical blemishes. That's what the Benayim is. He was built perfectly. That's not the Which means He was only the mediocre one from his brothers. They were all giants, but he was from the mediocre one. He wasn't uh, that big, and he wasn't that. small. So he was built uh, somewhere and the middle, He was one of four brothers, I think I'm going to tell us, and uh, they were a giant. He was not the biggest of the... Brothers, he was the middle one. He was built like the structure of a building, He was powerful like a fortress. Which means he was the son. He was created from a hundred men and one real father, which means many men had relations with his mother but only one of them was his father. As the Gemara said, his mother was Orpah, Orpah from the story of Megilat Rut. When Orpah left, her mother-in-law Naomi, on that day, she went with a hundred men, and those hundred men that she went with, Goliath was a product of them. Of course, many, so Benay, he was like from a mixture of many different men, but the Gemara says the Hadana, only one was his real father. But he was a product of many, many ni'ufin that took place. So he's a sort of a tarot, a sort of a mixture. Uh, the Tosafot brings down over here a different interpretation from the, uh, from the Midrash. Or the Aruch, actually. And the Aruch explains, nane is a kid, means a dog. So he says, So he says, So a hat. And she actually had relations all about with a hundred men and a dog. And that's the thing. That was the product that brought out Goliath. So that's why when he said, mm-hmm. He said, what am I, a dog? She's that there already. There was some truth that. Because actually, in the mixture over there, she was also with a dog. Hence, it's called Benayim. The Goliath Shemor Gat. His name was Goliath from Gat. Now, usually the person you're saying Goliath Giti. What does it mean from Gat? Which means Gat is also like a, the place where they crush grapes in the, uh, in the grapevine area. And when they make the wine, the press actually it is. That's where they press the grapes. So they call them Gat because his mother was pressed with Tashnish, uh, Just like they pressed the grapes, that's what they did to his mother. Uh, pa uh, like the uh, like Gat itself, comes the Yemarayan continues calling the Pesukim, so I'll you the full Pesukim, says, if there was a fellow that rose up, he shall deny him, he shall deny already. Goliath of the Philistines, his mother was like a Gat, like, like a press of the vineyard, that they, they press of the Tashmish, and the Pesukim says, from the legions or from the armies of Philistines, it says, Ketim, Ne'arot, it's written me'arot ve'karinam, but we read it ma'archot. So the Gabbara says, tarinam yosef she'akol he'eru be'inmo. Ma'archot means from the legions or from the army, but me'arot comes from the word he'ara, which means they had relations with his mother. Like he'ara means that they penetrated his mother. He'eru They were with the mother of. He'ara'ah, which is the son of. Teshvish. which means he was born, this note, that it says, regarding the mother of Goliath. Harafa. It calls her... Excuse me, Zabotai. Hello? How are you, to say, i Okay, bye-bye. Okay, about that, we continue... Yolah continues, Ketiv Harafa." right? At one time, it calls her mother's name Harafa And we don't begin that truth. Her name is Orpah. Ra-bushman. Harafa? Her real name was Harafah. Why do they call her Orpah? sha Orfin Orta me Because they all were with her. that had relations with her from the back. Or if is the back, the back. Which means they were, uh, what if, like, a behemar, she says. Like, uh, she says, Orpah. It says, Shema hat or para the or finota. The face can be the, the back. That's the dia the that they have with her hands. She is called orpa, when she gave them her back, like the behema. The and sometimes her real name is orpa. I'm going she called and they all threshed her. Keharifot, like wheat that is pressed at the threshing. Harafah is wheat that is threshed. ha'isha, be'er, harifot. Which means in the book of Shemuel over there, it's trying to be a that the word harafah means uh, crushed or uh, uh, the suppressing of the, of the threshing of the, uh, of the wheat. So the Pasuk says the lady came and she took a cover and she put it over the, over the over the bed and she put over them harifot. Harifot means wheat that is uh, crushed. If you crush the fool in a mortar, in a grinder, amongst the crushed wheat, he would be pressed. And the pasuk includes dot mm-hmm. we, we will not be able to take away his foolishness. But bottom line, you see from these two pasukim that the word harifot means crushed wheat. So you see over here that when the pasuk calls her harafa, because she was crushed like the wheat is crushed on the threshing. Comes the gemara and quotes the pasuk. arbaat and the That what harafa, which is orpa, had four children. And they fell in the hands of David. who? Who are these children? Who are these four children? Those were the four children of Orpah, the brothers of Goliath. And they fell to the hands of David and his servant. It says that when Orpah left her mother-in-law Naomi, she kissed her mother-in-law. But Ruth clung to her mother. So she stayed with Naomi where her Orpah left her. Let the children of the one that kissed, she kissed her mother she left her, let the children of the one that kissed, they will fall in the hands of the one that attached who attached herself to Naomi Ruth. So therefore, history made it that eventually the children of Orpah, which was Goliath, and the other children, fell to the hands actually of the descendants of Ruth, that actually made the right decision to stay with her mother-in-law. In the zechut of the four tears, she al that Orpah cried for her mother-in-law, before she left her mother-in-law, so she shed four tears, came from her four geborim, four strong children, she had, she said, they raised their voice, but she cried again, so it means, she cried twice, now each time you cry with two eyes, so therefore, each eye shed a tear, twice, so two times, so it was four, so she shed four tears, so it's good to her the four tears that she shed, she had four children that were uh, giants come together and says about the sword of Goliath. Ketiv it says, but says The Hitz Hanito. But says, Hanito, which means is is, uh, is his, um, his uh, sword. The Chet however, it's written, well, the way we read it uh, is not with a Chet, it's written with an Ayin. So we read it with the Hanito. It's like a wood. It's talking about the ammunition of, uh, of Goliath. of Godiat, I think it was. Amar Rabbi al azab comes along and says The reason why it's written Hit to come and tell us that with all the uh, strength that the Pesuv talks about how strong Goliath was, it's not even half his strength. I mean, the Pesuv is not even telling us half the strength of what Goliath really has. Uh, can, what do you see from here? He's not supposed to talk about the praises of the Rishayim. So even when the Torah is talking about Goliath, it's, half, it's only half of his strength. So I just want to go so far to praise the power of the, the Rishayim. So the Kabbalah says, Don't praise him at all even praising him half. In any event, the Geburah says, The only reason why he told us even half the praise of Goliath to show us the praise of David that he was able to overcome this powerful man called Goliath. Comes the Mishnah and said, These people of Ammon came with this strength, of the Shovach, Ketiv Shovach. It's written in the Pesuk called Shovach. Uchtiv. Another Pesuk refers to him as Shofach. So the Gemara wants to what was his real name. Ravushmel Hadamar Amar Shofach. So his real name was Shofach. But I'm the question was Shovach. Why was he called Shovach? She'asui Kishovach. He was built like a bird's nest of of dove, which means he was very tall, like a bird's nest, which is very high. It's referring to his height. Hadamar Shovak Shemas wanted know his real name <inaudible> was Shobak, but I'm the so why was his name called Shofach? Anybody that sees him falls or is poured in front of him like a pitcher, which means he was so scary, he just looked at him, so people would just fall in front of him. <clears throat> Uh, like a, or, or some say Shofak, that he would spill the blood of people like a pitcher. Comes the Gemaran says, that talks about the soldiers of Nebuchadnezzar. It says, Ashpato patuach kulam Rabu What does it mean over Amnile Rabbi Amiv Rabbi Asi. Had Amar one says, when the soldiers of the Bukhadnissar would shoot a, an arrow, or seen Ashpatot, Ashpatot, with one arrow they were able to make mounds and mounds, Ashpatot, Ashpatot, of casualties, which means they had a tremendous strength that they were able to kill many, many with one, uh, with one uh, arrow. The Shema Tomar, Shi'ummanim Mikrab, Maybe he'll just say they weren't strong, maybe they just had the talent that they had very good aim, they were just uh, you know sharpshooters. Talmud <speaking in Hebrew> They were actually very strong. <speaking in> had <Hebrew> amad, and one says the <speaking in Hebrew> that at the time that they would relieve themselves, the soldiers of the Mukhanesar, Osim Aspatot <speaking> Aspatot <in Hebrew> They would make piles and piles of zevil, of excrement they ate so much, like the giborim, that they would take piles and piles. And maybe you're going to come along and say that the reason why that happened is because they had intestinal problems. That's why they would uh, relieve themselves in such a big way. He says, no! They were strong. They weren't sick people. So they would eat so much like the Gibril would eat. So that's why that would happen. mori and Mori says, now, we learn from a high, that a person has a lot of uh, excrement when he goes to, to relieve himself. Chole me'ayim, we must have something wrong with his intestines. Because the pasuk has to come along and say that these were strong people. It was not because they were sick. Normally, that would not happen to somebody that's sick. But these people, they ate so much. So that's why it happened too. So government says, what do you have to know this for? says which means a guy knows that this is happening to him. When he goes to the bed, there's a lot coming out. He has to know he has to go, go, go to a doctor. He has to get the lifuah. Come, the concludes on a pasuk and a derasha in Mishle: If a person has a worry in his heart, yeshchena. Rabbi had Amar one says yeshchena middatom. Which means the way to get rid of the uh, worry is Remove it from your heart Which is don't think about it <laughs> Which means just um, Take your mind off it right? <laughs> that the way to relieve yourself from a trouble Is say it to somebody else Which means speak it out To others which means see al which is when you speak it out to others, they'll give you advice and they'll able to help you. Look at that. She, she says One says just change the change your thought, don't think about it. And the other one is say it over to others. Amen. Amen.